Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 16th of April. I'm going to be joined today by Duncan Balcon, who is a Watson's Daily ambassador. Hi Duncan, how are you doing today? Hi there, I'm very well thanks. Can't believe we've uh, got to the end of another week, but other than that I'm great, how are you? Yeah, good, yeah, very good. Um, now, um, just just for everyone's uh, information, today we're going to do something incredibly unprecedented, I think, <laughs> um, is, is to, we're just going to talk about one story um, today. But also know, and we're mental, aren't we? we did, was it Monday we did three stories and now yeah. we're doing one? Like, yeah. we're, just, we're just going rogue this week. I oh, apologise. Going, <laughs> going rogue. Although, actually, um, that means that uh, if you took an average of the week, we're doing two a day. So they're still, they're still good. But anyway, wild and crazy. Um, right. So, um, I mean, do you want to kick off with, with, um, with which story you picked from What's the Stadium today that we're going to discuss? Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, people wearing green morph suits on Zoom calls. I oh, know no, that's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, if you want to read about that, that's fantastic and so funny, and it's right at the bottom of today's Watson's Daily. Um, yeah. But no, being a bit more serious, so we're going to talk about um, AO World and Tesco. Um, yeah. So, for those who have not come across AO World, which I imagine is going to be a small percentage, um, they're an electrical retailer. They operate both here and in Germany. They can do kind of your household appliances and electricals, uh, mainly online. Um, now, during the COVID pandemic, um, they've started kind of teaming up with Tesco uh, on a bit of a pilot scheme to kind of offer their goods in store. Um, and it kind of looks like that that deal is going to continue and they're going to go into some more stores. Um, it's interesting for, for both companies, I think. I think that's why we, we managed to kind of talk about this one story because both companies really benefit from this mm-hmm. so um you look at ao world who actually their um their share price had gone down quite a lot um, yeah. but it has card times by about six times gone up kind of six times over the last mm. year um and their sales have gone up kind of two thirds um so i mean partly partly due to their relationship with tesco and people being able to buy these um goods offline for the first time and partly mm. because obviously covid a lot of people have been doing up their houses buying more white goods and kind of renovating things and it's just a very interesting story because both companies can really benefit from this obviously mm-hmm. you've got the ao world giving more of an offline presence but tesco then also being able to offer something new within their stores um draw more customers in possibly high footfall and also they benefit from the fact that there's then more you can buy at a tesco yeah um which i think when you've got all the country competing so much at the moment for for custom Mm. if if you can kind of get this more kind of almost one-stop shop approach yeah i think it's more likely to encourage people into tesco Mm. Uh, i'll stop waffling for a bit now and uh, (laughs) let let you let you have a go so what what are your thoughts on this well i think this is uh, like you say this is really good for both um it, it means that ao world doesn't have to pay for expensive shops that um may or may not do well um, although, you know, you could argue that if anyone wants to roll out shops now is a pretty good time to do it because there's, there's loads of, there's loads of space. Um, but anyway, it, I'd say it's a low, it's a low cost way of, um, it's, yeah, it's a low cost way, um, of, of having a physical presence. Um, and I think that Tesco's 
uh, will also does well out of it because obviously it offers more variety, um, uh, you know, to their customers. But it just seems to me over the years um, that that um, a lot of supermarkets, uh, UK the uh, UK supermarkets have tried to differentiate themselves in what is essentially a mature market because mm. you know you've got the the, the usual suspects so you've got your tesco sainsbury's morrison's um asda um you know in it uh, as as uh as, as your mainstays and then you've got um the 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 up-and-comers or well, they've been up and coming for quite some time now but the um aldi and lidl's of this world you know, it's it's been it's a tricky it's been a tricky market. Um, the newcomers have become a lot more popular. They've been mm. taking all this market share over the last few years, and it just keeps you know it just they, it just keeps evolving. And then, of course, last year we had um, COVID, and then suddenly things got turned on their heads because the incumbent um, UK supermarkets did really well because they had delivery capabilities, whereas Aldi and Lidl did not. So hmm. for the first time, I think they managed to reverse the um, the, the rise um, of market share of Aldi and Lidl. So that was very interesting. In, in another, also in another way, you've got, um, again, you've got um, uh, supermarkets, UK supermarkets over the years, trying to um uh inc- you know trying to do things to to boost the, the domestic business but also um to try to grow overseas because there's a perception that there's more growth potential overseas hmm. but it, but again over the years you've seen um mostly failures so um you know Sainsbury's they've they've tried and you know they had american businesses and things and it wasn't you know they didn't do particularly well you've had others um yeah you've had others uh, trying the same thing to try and expand overseas tesco did quite well i mean they recently sold their um their uh, asian business for quite a fat profit i believe mm. um and so they they've done okay but the thing is they're all now they're all very exposed to the uk once more so they've gone out they've done their they've done they've done their adventures and stuff and then they've they've come back to the uk and the thing is is that once the dust has settled from all the coronavirus stuff um i think that it, things are going to become well i th- think things are good things things are gonna you know at some stage um people are going to be thinking about how how do they differentiate themselves um how do they how do they continue to grow because if they can't grow outside the uk then they're going to have to grow inside the uk but given that it's such a mature market how are they going to do it yeah um, so i mean how do you i mean we were talking about this earlier but i mean you 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 were you were talking um about um your observations in ireland for instance yes Absolutely. So, yeah, I, th- I think I think you make a really good point there with the kind of the, the, the almost like reversal that uh, you talked about of people moving back towards the incumbent supermarkets because they had delivery over the pandemic. Um, mm. It's really important now as we start to move out of that sort of phase, touch wood, find anything around me wouldn't to touch. Um, mm. that they, they now need to try and find a way to stand out for a different reason. And I think mm. offering something that the likes of Audi and Little don't is mm. obviously the, the way to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I talked a bit earlier about kind of doing this kind of Walmart kind of model where you have kind of almost like a modular setup of the store where 
different retailers can kind of come in and sell their stuff, which is kind of what they're doing with AO. Mm. But um, yeah, in Ireland, um, the local Tesco to where my better half's dad lives, um, mm-hmm. because he's based over on the west coast of Ireland, they you kind of come in through the, the main entrance to the Tesco. And then rather than walking straight into the actual supermarket itself, there's kind of um, running kind of horizontally across you as you walk in. There's almost like a shopping street mm. um, where they have, similar to some of the Tesco extras over here, they have things like the, the equivalent of Timpsons, um, uh, uh, hol- uh, travel agents. Um, but then they have things like curio and gift shops and mm. a, a, quite a wide range. I think there's about eight or nine businesses across that kind of almost shopping streets before you then walk mm. into the main supermarket. Mm. And I think that sort of model would really make a supermarket stand out because <clears> if <throat> you could go and do a much wider variety of things than just mm. buy your groceries, for example, yeah, it makes it A, more of an experience, but B, much more convenient to go out to the shops. Mm. Uh, and, and we were talking earlier because obviously you could offer those to fairly established retailers or you could for example, offer a slightly discounted rate to local startups or mm. or other, other businesses that really kind of improve the opinion of the supermarket as well as just the profits. Mm. I mean, I certainly think that, uh, you know, over the years, the incumbents have offered um, new services and things mm. like, um, for instance, uh, pharmacies. So you yes. can go and get your uh, your medicine from this from the supermarket, which is quite useful because they're usually open longer um uh you know in 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 terms of the working day um and it just means it's an extra thing you can do then there are like you say there are the services like the timpsons the dry cleaning the um uh, and you know more recently um uh, mobile phones but yeah. also then you've got things like banking you know and banking that um all a lot of the supermarkets actually got into um uh, in the wake of the financial crisis um, because they all thought it was great. Um, they, they've got a trusted brand. They have loads of customers and they thought that it was, it was a no brainer um, to, to get these, um, to get these customers, uh, you know, to, to sell banking services to mm. these customers. Well, um, they've all pretty much reversed out of that now um, because they found mm. that actually, banking is quite difficult and actually customers tend to think well it's a supermarket my supermarket's a supermarket i don't really want to get my banking from them as well so it's just it's just really um you know they these things have, have ebbed and flowed um but i but like you say i mean i think that what could be an interesting idea is to try to maybe allocate space uh, within their within their stores um, to different types of businesses. So almost like a um, department store type model where you allocate a certain amount of space, um, they have to pay a rent within that. Um, and then, you know, the idea being that both sides do well from the supermarket doing well because it gets um, more increased footfall because people are interested in these these other these other concessions. Um, and then great for the businesses that are involved because they get access to um, lots of lots of customers. And, you know, I do think that it would be interesting to perhaps um, allocate some space to uh, startups or local businesses, because that would not only um, make um, Tesco look good, because um, from a, 
CSR standpoint, so that they're they're um, encouraging local businesses and things like that. Um, but it would also um, it could also be really great for these local businesses because it could um, give them an idea of of what their customers want um, and mean that they would be better equipped to actually open you know, if they were to do well to open businesses that um maybe uh, graduate onto their own space on the high street mm. with confidence that they know what the customers want absolutely so, i mean because that sort of model yeah. you get your chance to do if you're that little small startup you get your ability to yeah. do your kind of consumer research but also to mm. build a brand and build a name for yourself before you take that risk like say of a high mm. street rent which high street rents are going up so it's nice to know you've got that business and you know what your customers want before you take like a big leap of faith to, to invest yeah. in your own shop front as such. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and for me, I, I would say that that, that could be the equivalent of Tesco's um, middle aisle, mm. you know? So they, they've been trying, you know, um, Aldi and Lidl have their middle aisle. It's all good. But the problem is, is that, um, the um the middle aisle you know they can't they can't replicate you know they can't replicate it no so as as a a result of that um lack of being able to replicate this could be something else but that would actually potentially be even better than having a middle aisle Mm. um i mean i know you often have these kinds of things with food don't you i mean there are sometimes you get places and they have zones of, of of where you have different food trucks and things and presumably the idea is you know you do well with a food truck and then think well actually maybe we'll open a small restaurant mm. um and the same thing could happen within a, within a tesco but in a in a non-restaurant kind of way because i think that that actually takes up a lot of space um and you know might not be so good whereas of course you could have um you could have other businesses that you could have lots of businesses that take up less space potentially yeah absolutely but if, if, and also if you have that kind of kind of almost like i think it's like a zonal sort of setup you you could be in a mm. position where you have for example one of those little zones one of those little shop fronts within within the shop could be a pop-up mm. for a restaurant and then yeah. if you rotate it around every few weeks customers could probably then yeah. come back to see oh what 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 is there this time or you could yeah. do a pop-up for a local charity because i'm assuming if you're yeah. renting out loads of these spaces you probably have the ability to to, to kind of give yeah. a space to, to a charity for a longer period of time and I think it yeah. just all of it just kind of builds the the strength of, like I said of, of all the brands involved mm. rather than obviously mm. just being a money making scheme which bottom line is is the reason why any major brand would mm. do something mm. it, it just kind of improves the strength and brand image of both we're using Tesco mm. as an example but any supermarket uh, and yeah. the other brands that are in there and it is I, I know i mentioned walmart earlier but it is kind of a little bit how walmart have become the big name um supermarket or they're more than a supermarket really aren't they mm. in the states is because they they did this they had the kind of modular setup you go to a certain area of the store and you have your sporting goods which may aren't, aren't all walmart branded but they're mm. in in that place and you go somewhere else and you get your groceries what like guns i, I was trying not to say guns i i, I reworded <laughs> it, i reworded it to sporting goods because my abiding memory of going into walmart when i was a teenager was walking down yeah. buying what i wanted which was a baseball bat turning to my left <laughs> and there being a whole rack of guns <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah no, just what well, i want to go with my baseball bat are you trying to set me up for well, sport or for you know <laughs> a, a great <laughs> exactly <out. laughs> i mean this is you know, I did actually. I did put um, there was a. I did put a 
a picture in a Watson's Daily, I mean, probably a year and a half or more ago, um, you know, the, on the end section, whereby um, Walmart got into trouble because they um, they had a, you know, uh, uh, hey, uh, they had a um, kids going back to school banner. <laughs> Yeah, get ready for going back to school, everyone. And then underneath it was a gun rack, <laughs> um, you know, with guns in it. Um, and and uh, you know, then they they then sort of admitted that perhaps um, the signage had to improve just a little bit. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, it just sends the wrong message. But yeah, ho- hopefully there won't be any, a, a, a similar uh, stall in the Tesco's. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I do think this could be interesting, and you know, maybe even you know, is this the kind of will we see maybe experimentation? Um, well, this maybe on the high street, mm. you know, where you could have zones again in, on the high street. You could probably have pop up food truck type, you know, food uh, places, um, and if they do well, then maybe they can graduate to um, better better sites for a bit more rent um but then like it's you know if 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 those if those new sites they uh, go on the turnover mm. model so in terms of rent so okay so you do well in your let's say your food truck um and and uh, then the the council and landlord says well look we've got this slightly bigger space it's going to uh, but what we'll do is we'll give you that bigger space but you you know we'd like you to pay this amount of basic rent but we'll take a percentage of your um of your turnover per year yeah so of course if you do really well then that's great and then you can move out you know so it'll be a great way of in a way incubating businesses i think and if you could do you know i think that could work on some high streets but i do think it could work with with tesco's as well you know and, and tesco could potentially play their role in trying to uh, trying to um, y- you know get these businesses and 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 help them along and then ultimately um, you know enhance their own brand. Absolutely, and that whole kind of model you just mentioned there works towards the kind of the stability and longevity of the the smaller retailers as well, which in turn mm. obviously reduces the amount of turnover in terms of rentals on high streets, which I know has been crazy yeah. high for for, for years yeah. now, and all of that. Yeah. benefits the economy in general doesn't it because it stabilizes everything yeah. um yes it, which is yeah. which is a really a really key thing that we obviously we all try to work towards coming out of the absolute mm. mess that has been the last year kind of for, for the mm. economy in general and i think like i said much mm. as this is a great plan for high streets and actually my local high street before i moved had something quite similar to this um mm. whereby it was a place it's a place in kettering if anyone's from kettering called the yards um mm. where they basically yeah. had these fairly big buildings, but then independent little kind of retailers. So there was someone that sold LP, someone that sold car crafty bits, all within the same building. And I know a few of them mm. then clubbed together to have a spot on the high street. And now I think a couple of them are looking mm. at their own premises on the high street. And it works yeah. really well for that. But like you said, it could work really well within the Tesco model as well if they had those kind of zonal mm. things, like it looks like they're going to be doing more of with AO World. So I think mm. the whole mm. thing looks really positive it'd just be interesting to see how it continues because these supermarkets are always jostling for position aren't they and particularly with of course yeah if you look at something we mentioned it briefly on our when we chatted earlier tesco's kind of were the first people to bring out a a club card as such weren't they a loyalty card and now everyone else jumped on that bandwagon to the point that tesco's may not seem so special anymore 
Um, yeah. So it's just constant jostling, and it'll be really interesting to see if something like this could finally set one of them apart as we're doing things mm. this way, and this is kind of the better way to do things. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I think. It, it's certainly it's certainly going to be interesting and it's going to be important for them to evolve um to take into account um you know changing consumer behavior um and to try to make sure that the, there is something that offline biz, offline um operations can offer that you just can't get online so it's all about all about experience um uh, and things and i think that the experiences and giving people experiences and i think that that's the way that retailers should try to put their efforts into absolutely and i mean i suppose that's the other avenue for tesco as well we talked about kind of local businesses but actually will this mean that more online retailers will be able to offer offline uh, retailability without having to buy their own shops mm. so uh, that's an, that's another, yeah, that's another thing we yeah. might see more of popping up over over the mm. coming months yep well there we go which I think seems uh, a good place to um, to stop there. Um, I Absolutely. Think. Um, but um, but anyway, that's that's brilliant. Um, so thank you, um, thank you for your time. It's been a week, pleasure, Duncan. Um, and as always, thank you very much um, for the listeners. Um, there are uh, for for listening to us, um, but also that yeah, just to say, I mean, obviously. Uh, I will be bringing out the Watson's Weekly this week, um, as always. Um, I'll be recording the weekly podcast once more this afternoon because there's been a bit of a break on that. Um, there's so much has happened this mm. week, so there's a lot. There's a lot to fit in there, um, and um, yeah, just watch out. There are going to we're talk, there are more and more um, innovations that are going to be coming out from Watson's Daily uh, very soon. But uh, anyway, I will leave you there. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, we'll, we'll speak yeah, again soon. Thanks for having soon. me. I'll uh, speak to you soon. Take All right. Bye. See you then. Bye.